What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Scoops of Insight podcast. I'm your host, Trevelyan Owen, and this is where you can get valuable insights and technology tips with a focus to educate, empower, and to bring awareness of the technology we use. Stay tuned for today's episode. During this episode, I'm going to talk about classroom technology. During COVID, a lot of universities and schools increased their classroom technology. They bought devices that allowed video conferencing. They bought microphones, cameras, laptops. Some bought displays, some bought interactive displays. I work at a university and one of my many roles is being in charge of classroom technology purchases. We have some interactive touchscreen displays to where at least two people can write on a display at one time. The displays have a built-in PC, webcam, and in the back of the room, there is a PTZ camera with auto-tracking abilities. For those that don't know, PTZ stands for Pan Tilt Zoom. We got microphones mounted in the ceiling to capture the professor at the front of the classroom. With this technology, they're able to use video conferencing software in their courses that was integrated into the learning management system. So with that, we were able to pivot upon returning to the classroom since we already had the infrastructure in place for mobility and flexible remote learning. We had the technology to have classes on site and virtually simultaneously. If you're my age, you know back in the day in high school, we had what was called a distance learning class. In this class, this was where we connected with a different school to do teaching and training for various courses that weren't offered at my high school and was made available through partnership and video conferencing technology. You know what? With that old process of distance learning, and making video conference capable. Here we are many, many, many years later using that same type of technology in a brand new way or in a new way. (laughs) Back then, the industry standard technology they were using for this type of thing was by way of IP address to connect the different classrooms geographically together. Who remembers the old way of doing things with that old polycon system? Now, here we are using web-based or internet-based software technology. So, you know, you got all these schools, universities, they bought all this technology. And a question I would ask is, since after COVID, did anything change in the teaching component in relation to the upgraded technology in these classrooms? Something to think about. While you're thinking, another question is do the professors understand the technology they have access to and how it can help them reimagine the classroom learning experience? That's another question. So I'll give you a moment to let that sink in. I'll share some things or some thoughts concerning some classroom technology. Some technical components to think about. Okay, you have a microphone. It captures the sound of your voice or whatever the sound is. You got a camera. It captures what the camera sees. You have a computer with the microphone 
and camera connected, it will be the thing that will help you record, stream audio or video or the camera or all of it. Okay, the next you got a cloud-based video conferencing software. Then next you have a cloud-based for various user accounts, sensorized storage, screen capture, recording, video editing, internal external sharing, uh, flip classroom, and more software components with seamless integration with video conferencing software and your learning management system software. You know, with these five main tools, they're the basic tools, but very powerful tools. With that said, what do you think about these technology tools? Anything in mind? What do you think? You know, something to ask yourself. A question some people may ask is what's the return of investment for this technology? Well, to get that return on investment, we have to think about this technology differently and reimagine the technology in the classroom space of video conferencing. If we just use the classroom as a traditional lecture classroom, and not a collaborative classroom, the return of this type of technology will be very small. Think of the world of video conferencing and its components. How can you maximize these technology tools for innovation, collaboration, cognitive and teaching and learning and more? Think about what you would pay for to go to a conference, a concert, a showcase, or a speaking engagement virtually, and you're at home or wherever you're at, and you're at the event, you can do that same thing in the classroom. You can have a conference or an event in the classroom. What about teaching a course that your university offers in connection with a different university who's not offering it, but it's needed for that student to graduate on time? And the course credit would transfer. All of the course credits would transfer. The student pays for the course. The course credit is transferred to the university in an equal amount. And the student graduates on time without having to worry about going to summer school. You know, just something to think about. Web-based video conferencing classroom technology is a history repeat. But it's a wave of the future concerning foundation of classroom technology. Also incorporating cloud-based software that includes various user account centralization storage. That's very important. Audio video capture, recording, video editing, internal and external sharing components, being able to have a flipped classroom, and etc., having that type of software in one package and with that component being able to seamlessly integrate with video conferencing software and the learning management system software is a step toward having a state-of-the-art classroom when recording a course and its structure and strategy is done right with the necessary document homework classwork and tests included that course could be repackaged and approved for others to take and receive course credit towards graduation. Why should there be a reason why a course that was once offered gets removed 
because there's not enough students enrolled in that course. This is something to think about. How can this be avoided with an out-of-the-box thinking kind of way and still meet accreditation standards and graduation requirements? What if you wanted to invite a guest speaker or a trainer to speak or train your class because of scheduling, they're not able to be there physically? Well, with video conferencing, it provides more flexibility for a person or a group to be present in your class. Without using video conferencing software, you don't have that flexibility. And then also with using video conferencing software and it being integrated into your learning management system, whether that system is Canvas or Blackboard or whatever you're using, I'm speaking from the point of Canvas because that's what I'm familiar with with where I work. Think about it. You got the camera in the room You got a computer in the room, whether it's your laptop or a dedicated PC that's in the room. You got the microphone. You you got some type of video conferencing software that you might be using, whether that's Microsoft Teams, Zoom, Ring Central, WebEx, whatever the video conferencing software of of your choice is. As long as it's web-based and it's the right fit for your environment. Just some things to think about, you know. Think out. Of, we have to think out of the box. This state-of-the-art classroom starts with foundational technology, and looking at that foundational technology different can make a state-of-the-art classroom. I'll just let that sit and ponder. So, with this episode, as I come to a close. There will be a part two to this as I'm thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even cover or I didn't even touch on AI, which is artificial intelligence, VR, which is virtual reality, AR, which is augmented reality. You know, these type of tools that could be used in the classroom. Um, But I do want to leave you with some more questions to ask yourself and to think about all the things, you know, that I've shared during this episode. And, you know what I'm saying? These are some of the questions. I'm going to just go ahead and say what the questions are. Questions are as follows. These are some of the questions that, you know, I just want to leave you with something to think about. Really think about. Really. You know, get some of your peers together. Get some of your colleagues together. Get some of your friends together. You know, get some of your students together. And really think about this and how this could be reimagined. How to reimagine the classroom. What are some ways to use collaborative technology thinking outside the box? Who all do I want to invite to speak to my class with the flexibility of video conferencing? How can my class lessons become a masterclass series accessible to other students, faculty, and staff. How can I use video conferencing technology differently? Who do I need to schedule a meeting with in the IT department concerning the current approved technology tools I can use in my classroom? What potential does my classroom have 
and what all can I do with the video conferencing technology in my classroom? How can a student take a course from another university they have not been accepted to and it count as equal comparison credit towards graduation at my current university? What can be the process of universities accepting course credit equally from a different approved university that the student paid to take a course that is not being offered at their current university to stay on track for graduation without going to summer school. And the part two to that question is what would it look like for universities to form a consortium to make this a streamlined process where it does not negatively affect the student and does not drive up cost. Thinking outside of the box, what can be the possibilities with the right people at the table? And I want to emphasize that the right people at the table, you know, we've been doing education the same for years, the same systems, the same processes. Some things are dictated by accreditation committee committees some things are dictated by universities how can we reimagine how can we think outside the box to give our students the education that they need with the technology that's in these classrooms we can play within the rules we can play within the guidelines but we have to think outside the box of those guidelines and those rules and still follow them accordingly it's a way that it can be done we just got to think differently we got to have a different perspective sometimes it's going to take us to have that bird's eye view to look to see to perceive to understand to search search for truth and what is truth what really could be done what really can be changed it's been real and this concludes this episode of classroom technology talking about classroom technology thank you for joining me and listening to the scoops of insight podcast join in next time and remember to subscribe follow download save or whatever option is best for you for this podcast And click the notification bell to get notified of new episodes. Thanks for your support.